Hey, welcome to our podcast, She Inspires. A podcast created to inspire community, connection, empowerment, and courage. Designed for women who are committed to standing tall, living bravely, dreaming big, and celebrating life fully. I'm Gina Marie. I'm Haley. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello. We're back. We're back. And we're so excited to be talking with you. We are excited to be talking to you. There's a topic that we've been wanting to talk about. Really mm-hmm. as a PSA, public service announcement, mm-hmm. and getting into unleashed in conversations yes. that are not typical mm-hmm. to discuss. Yes, today we're talking about the gyno. The lady doctor. We're getting real into it, talking about all of the joys. <laughs> joys. Pure joy. <laughs> All of the joys of going to get your lady parts checked out. You got to get them checked out. And you know, it's been something that it's important to do. Mm-hmm. And Necessary. It is. Annually. To go every year and do that. And it's something that for me, you know, thank goodness for my gynecologist that they email me an appointment reminder because or else... I would forget. Mm-hmm. Years go by quick. They do. I completely agree. And I've had the same gynecologist for many, many years. I started going to the gynecologist very young because I had horrible cramps. Mm. And I went to the gyno and um, Dr. Gallette is his name. And he would not necessarily... You've actually referred him to people, haven't you, there? Oh, 100%. Dr. Gallette delivered me. Oh, my gosh. Let's talk about that. (laughs) So he's also your mom's guy. Yes, he's seen me and my aunts. He has seen me from the beginning stages. Literally your first breath. Yes. He saw me when I was the freshest. (laughs) I don't know if you were the freshest. (laughs) I was not fresh. the freshest. When I you was took your first absolutely breath. probably not, <laughs> and you are brand new, and I was new, brand new to the world. So he has seen me for a long time because I had these really bad cramps um, for a long time, and so he wouldn't necessarily do an exam on me, mm-hmm. but he would just make sure that everything was going okay. And for a while, I was on um, medication for my cramps, mm. like prescription. Did it work? I would say. The prescriptions um, did for a period of time, uh-huh. and then my body got used to it, and then we just switched to, like, a over-the-counter, like, Advil, which I prefer, because I don't really, I didn't like the idea of me taking full-on meds for that. I was on birth control very early. Me too. Very early. Mm-hmm. Um, before anybody else that I knew. Mm. How old were you? Oh, gosh. I want to say that I was, like, 15. Or yeah, like going into, I mean, mine was probably ninth grade. Yeah. Which you are, I mean. Yes, because I 16. had my period when I was in fifth grade. Ninth grade, or maybe I was a sophomore in high school when I did. Yes, continue. I had my period when I was in fifth grade. And mm. so those cramps were just very intense, mm-hmm. which I've often wondered about. I still need to circle back with my doctor and talk about that because that does seem a little young. And being in the school system, I know that girls are getting their periods younger and younger. Yes. Yes. I don't remember when I got mine. Really? Yep. 
I remember get. I remember like get like, just one day there it was and going on and I don't remember how old I was mm. and I think I was probably a little late, not much later, and I wasn't the first. So I remember I might have been like sixth grade, late sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I remember other girls in my class had already had theirs. Yes. So I think by the time I got mine, I was like, oh, okay, my turn. Wow. Here we go. And, like, moving forward with it. Yeah. I was, like, the first one of my friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. very challenging because I felt like I was the only one and I felt like my body was reacting in such an intense way mm. that I didn't know how to respond to it. Um, See, I am very – I know I'm very fortunate. I never got cramps. Oh, mine were bad. Yeah, I – heard that from a lot of people get them very very fortunate i don't what i do get is headaches oh i get headaches consistently through the oh not like every day and though all of a sudden like i'll be like going through my day even now i'll have a headache i'm like oh my god why do i have such a bad headache exactly about to get my period exactly there it is like that that's my little flag i'm like oh okay i know why because i'm like am i dehydrated am Mm -hmm. i eating enough and i am and it's just that's what All it the is. Time. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot going on with your body. I mean, I think I don't even know half the things that are going on with you. I don't either. I have no clue. Aren't bodies amazing? Mm-hmm. Uh, that our body knows to do that. It's amazing. On a cycle, like a monthly basis, our body prepares itself and knows and then starts over. And something even crazier is that you start to link up with the people around you. Oh, yeah. That. <laughs> blows my mind wild that that happens I don't even know how that happens I don't know why that would happen I don't know it's very interesting now you got me thinking about it I know why would that happen I mean it's always been a crazy phenomenon and it also like kind of I'm super intrigued and I'm like hell yeah like that like our bodies are that cool that we get connected by something mm-hmm. like that. Kind of weird to think about. And though, that women are that connected to yes. each other. Absolutely. That's a great point. I've never thought about it in, in that way. And we're also, our bodies are very intelligent. Very intelligent. So, how long have you been going to the gyno? Like, would you say you started going in high school? I did. Yep. I start, probably started going in ninth. What was happening to me is I was getting my period twice a month interesting and so that's why I first went and that's why I got put on birth control oh wow twice a month Mm -hmm. about I just wasn't regular you Mm -hmm. know so I was getting it about twice a month and because of that was anemic oh yeah and I was low on iron and I was low on energy and I was lethargic all the time and I was getting headaches and um so I went and that's why they put me on birth control and I've been on it ever since me too I mean a very long time Sometimes I wonder if I should get off of it just because of everything that it's, you know, associated with, with the body and cancer mm-hmm. and all that kinds of things. And, um, I think there are lots of opinions on that. There are. It and gives a lot me of a different, peace of mind, too. Yes. There's a lot of different research, I think, too, on maybe on both sides and a little bit of unknown. I don't know if they know what the long-term effects of being on birth control are yet mm-hmm. and part of that is you know finding a good gynecologist and then trusting them to be the expert you know my gynecologist one thing she's 
um, offered to me. What is that where you put the little thing? Oh, yes. Inside you? What is it called? I know exactly what you're talking I lost the word. I did too. It'll come back to us. Yes. And that's a different form of a birth control. control. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that up there. I know. Well, that's what she said. She was like, if you're not planning... She told me if you're not... Mine said, you know, if you're not planning to get pregnant within the next two years, this is a great option. Oh. A great long-term option. Huh. And though the only reason it's the only thing that I've... One of, I guess. I shouldn't say the only thing. And I think the biggest benefit is that you don't have to take a pill every day. You don't have to yeah, forget to do I that. Yeah, because I will be honest. I am very inconsistent with my pills. Mm-hmm. And especially before I was with Rob, I was, I'd been like, mm, I just forgot. I guess I'll take three today. I forgot I'll take. I was horrible with my pills. It was almost ridiculous. I shouldn't have even been on it because I was not consistent with it. Now I'm better. Um, and I'm still not excellent at it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so that's what they say they just put that thing up there and then you're good to go and yeah. though there's like two different kinds i think there's like a is this the iud yes. yes yes that's the word and so you know there's one that you can give that's like non-hormonal mm. and then there's one that does release hormones oh. which you know when i talk to my gyno about it the one that does release hormones is the one i would in theory want to be on because of why I went on birth control in the first place. Yes. And it's interesting. I think there is, you know, like you said, there's a comfort behind having birth control. Because the other thing for me is right now, my, my body's working well for me. So I get nervous and going off something like mm-hmm. that because of what might happen. Mm-hmm. And so if it's working, why would I... Switch or go to something else. Yeah, and everyone's... And I don't know. Everyone's body is different. So please do yes. not hear what we're saying as like you need to be on birth control. Because no. I had an experience when I was living in New York where I got in a different form of birth control. And it sent me into a real nasty headspace. Mm-hmm. I was very in a dark place for, for a little while. And um, I figured out timing-wise that it was due to the change of my birth control switch to a different one and everything was fine. And you were it was back. almost like it never mm-hmm. happened. Yes. Um so you do have to be really careful and certain people it just doesn't jive with. Yes. You know? And certain and there are multiple forms of birth control. Mm-hmm. So it's like there are different and that's why again coming back to going to the lady doctor yes. and going to your gynecologist mm-hmm. is important. And something that I, you know, as I get older, I don't know what it is. I had and I, I don't think I'm alone in this, it was like a fear of talking to doctors mm-hmm. about what was going on with mm-hmm. me. Like a, a not, I didn't, I guess looking at them as the authority figure and saying that they were the the expert. You know, I felt sometimes that I didn't know, I only would say so much and I wouldn't talk as much to them. Yeah. And so two things from that. I'm learning as I get older to be more strong about what I say and how I feel because no one knows my body like I do. That's true. No one. And so that, and also to get a doctor that listens well. And a doctor that I feel connected yes. to and can communicate with. Openly and will about take things. time with you. That's a great point. So I have yes. been, within the past two years, I've had very, very, um, uh, what is the word? Um, when I get my pap smear back, they're abnormal. Thank you. Abnormal mm-hmm. pap smears. So I have to go every six months mm-hmm. and, um, I've had some 
different situations with my pap smear where they've had to take things out and shave things out and do like a biopsy test and all kinds of things because it's just it's abnormal has been abnormal mm -hmm. and my doctor has been so patient with me and he'll take time to meet me you know because I'll call and I'll be like I don't understand what any of this means he'll say okay come in we're not having an exam. You're just going to sit with me in my office and mm. I'm going to explain everything to you because there's a lot to explain, especially with a pap smear. Yes. And it can be very confusing. I'm still confused about it. <laughs> um, and so it's, it's very, very interesting. And what I've also discovered through this um, journey of my pap smear is that I have HPV, which is, um, you know, I don't even know what it is. Hippopapilloma virus. Yeah, I don't Something know what like it is. that. Yes. I just know mm -hmm. that I have a virus and that it messes up my my pap smears and that it causes it to look things to look um, certain ways on the results and things I have to really watch and that's mm -hmm. why I have to go every six months. Yes. Um, and it's transferred by males. And um, the interesting thing about it is that the more I open up and share about it, the more women seem to have the same thing I yes. have. Yes. Which I think is very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, I had never heard about this until mm -hmm. it happened to me. Yeah, I believe it is common and that's why. And, correct me if I'm wrong, HPV can be a precursor yes. for cancer. Yes. That's why it's so, that's why you're going every six months. Exactly. Because they want to make sure that it doesn't yes. that's why transfer I into cancer. Like that. Yeah. And I'm still learning about it. So if anyone out there knows more about it than I do, I would love some insight because it is very confusing. Mm -hmm. And I think it's not an exact science either. Mm -hmm. That's why you're going every six months and you're getting rechecked exactly. up and in there and that's why... You know, ladies out there, it's important. This happened to Gina Marie. When was your first abnormal pap smear? Oh I want to say it was like a year, year ago. Maybe a year and a half a year ago. year and a half. Something like that. So recently yeah. in your late 20s. Yes. You know, it didn't show up until no. 29. Right. That's why you have to go. You're mm -hmm. right. That's a really good point. And the thing about, um, about your pap smear is that it can be abnormal for quite some time. And then all of a sudden... Normal. It's normal again, you know, mm -hmm. or it'll be normal and then all of a sudden abnormal. Mm -hmm. So you really do have to be consistent and you have to be watching. And like going back to what you said, you have to have a good doctor who's very aware, who's very informed, who you are comfortable with. Yes. That's everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've had several friends that have gone through and had HPV and gone through abnormal pap smears and also had surgery to remove cells yes. and like parts of things that again, I don't have. A full understanding of and though the underlying sentiment for me is that when caught early mm -hmm. it can be treatable mm -hmm. and preventable and, and there are things that can be done with your doctor that can support you in living a full happy healthy vagina life mm -hmm. and that's what we want yeah, I mean at the end of the day absolutely and the experience is uncomfortable and it can be unpleasant and um however it, it has to be done yes it needs to be and I think as women we need to hold each other accountable to that and support each other in yes doing that. because there could be things that people are going through 
either not going or going that really could be affecting them mm -hmm. hormonally yes. or emotionally. Mm -hmm. um, so it's something to be fully, to put have your attention on. Mm -hmm. And you know what I just thought about is I was like, you know what, if there was something that was challenging for me to go through, I'd probably beg Gina Marie, will you come with me? Absolutely. And I would have her sit right there in the room with me. Absolutely. And have a conversation. And so if it is something that's challenging for you, bring a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Come on. And don't be afraid to, to talk about it. Mm -mm. You know, because it is when you are able to connect on something like this, you get more informed. You feel um, better. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's really important too. Yeah, like I remember when Gina Marie first found this, it was scary. Very scary. It was I was really an emotional scary. mess. I didn't understand what it was. Mm -hmm. Still don't really understand what it is. <laughs> but. And more comfortable because you're in, in action around yes. it, I think. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Gina Marie called me and I was, you know what I says, I'm here for you. And every step of the way, I just keep doing what mm -hmm. we're doing because worrying about it and keeping it to ourselves, you know, something for me to myself doesn't serve anybody and makes me more worried about whatever's going on. Right. And the, what Gina Marie is always excellent about is communicating mm -hmm. and communicating about what it was and then saying, Hey, and I need you to check in with me tomorrow. Yes. Thank and you. And so she's been great about that. And women out there, grab your ladies, grab your tribe. Keep them close and hold each other accountable for going to the lady doctor. Yeah, and maybe we need to have a new view about the gyno. In the past, I've always thought of it as like, oh, I've got to go to my gyno appointment. So annoying. And maybe mm -hmm. we need to have a new view of it. And now we can say, we get to go to the gyno. We get to go to the gyno. We get to go. I get to wear that beautiful gown and... Sometimes I like to take pictures in that gown, actually. It can be sexy, I think. It has a whole, I mean, the whole front is open. The whole so front. So that could be sexy. That could um, be. <laughs> so I get to wear my gown. I get to, to get a, a nice deep stretch in. A nice happy baby coming in at the gyno. That's and a plus. And get some answers. And get some answers. You know? That is correct. And some peace. Yes. And peace of mind to know that. You're taking care of yourself. Yes. And I'm taking care of myself. And that we are going to have happy, healthy vaginas for our whole yes. life. Yes. So we just want you to know that we are thinking about your vaginas. We're thinking about our vaginas. And we all need to keep thinking about them. We do. Mm -hmm. We do. Think about them. Talk about them. Get them checked about out. Them. Yeah. Yes. Get them checked out. Keep that lady part healthy. Yes. And happy. All Wonderful. right, ladies. On that note. On that note. Let's get out of here. We're getting out of here. Okay. We love y'all. We love you guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye.